Okay, week eight. Week eight of the NFL season, halfway mark of the season. We, we we're figuring some we're figuring some things out. I also want to talk about how good Minnesota is. Kirk Cousins is he holding them back? As well, I want to speak about the NBA. What I seen for the last for the first three four days of the NBA season. I want to I want to speak on what I've been seeing. Who do I like? Um, just little things. So without further ado, let's go, y'all. Let's go. Okay, we're back. Okay, week eight predictions. I want to get. I want to do my week eight predictions first. Then I talk about the Minnesota Vikings, how they look on Thursday night against the Redskins. Um, so let's get into my week eight predictions. My week eight predictions. Predictions. Here they go. So first, I have I have Seattle going to Atlanta. Seattle is an eight point in a eight point favorite going to Atlanta. I like Seattle. I think coming off a loss to to Baltimore at home, I think this is the perfect game for Seattle. No Matt Ryan, Matt Schaub will be starting in place for him. Atlanta is just going through a lot this year. Atlanta is is seriously going through a lot this year. But so I have Seattle winning this game. I have Seattle winning this game. This should be a fairly easy win for them. Um, things gonna be a lot of. Hopefully, Atlanta's defense can help out help out the offense. But I think Seattle's gonna run, with it, run away with this game. Thirty-one, seventeen, Seattle. Next, Tampa Bay at Tennessee. This is gonna be a tough game. I'm gonna pick Tennessee. I think Tennessee gets the best of Tampa Bay. Um, don't like. I don't really care for neither team. Uh, Tampa Bay, they they you know they have they have some good spots in the season early this season, but they can just never get it together consistently. Some of that is due to the quarterback play. Same thing with Tennessee. Tennessee, they had some bright early spots in the in the in the, in the beginning of the season, but they just lack inc- they just lack consistency at the quarterback position. And as you can see, that holds you back in this league. So, but I have Tennessee winning this game. 17-16. Tennessee win this game. 17-16. Another one o'clock game. CBS. Indiana Denver goes to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a five and a half point favorite. I agree with it. I'm gonna take the points. Uh Joe Flacco. Joe Fluco. 0 3. Going to going to going to Indianapolis hasn't thrown a touchdown pass six interceptions he has not played career wise he has not played good against Indianapolis especially at Indianapolis Indianapolis coming off a great win against Deshaun Watson Indianapolis have beat some good quarterbacks this year Patrick Mahomes Deshaun Watson they're coming off a good win a good team win that they much needed they're in a tough division race between Houston. I think I, I think Indianapolis wins this game. Um, Denver, a lot of turmoil in the front office um, and, and the locker room. 
left the left tackle that they drafted, he looks like a bust. He's not working out. If I'm if I'm Denver, I might even be looking to trade um, Von Miller. I'm, I, you know, I, let's just move off of Von Miller. We moved off Emmanuel Sanders. Trade him to a contender. Let's see what they can do. But uh, you know, Denver, they're they're just not good at all. Denver's not good at all. So I have Indianapolis winning this game, 30 to 20. Well, number one o'clock game, Cincinnati at the Rams. This is a good game. This is a good stretch, good portion of the schedule where the Rams can really bounce back and get back in the NFC West race. Uh, they're, they're 11 point favorites. I'm gonna take the points. I think the Rams. This is the, they have they back on track. They you know they add the corner the superstar cornerback and Jalen Ramsey. Offense it played well against Atlanta, but. Who, what offense doesn't play well against Atlanta these days? So, I think the Rams are going to get the victory against the winless Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals' defense is horrible. And I don't think they're going to be able to put enough... They don't think, I don't think they have enough firepower. I don't think they have... I'm not believing in Andy Dalton. Not trusting Andy Dalton. So, I got the Rams winning this game 30 to seven. 30 to 7 Rams. Arizona at New Orleans. Drew Brees is scheduled to play. Um, you know, despite any setbacks, he is scheduled to play. He has recovered from his thumb injury, surgery, whatever, rehabbing. Um, 5 and 0 without him. Not much drop off. Teddy Bridgewater did a great job. Their defense is playing well. Kamara, Michael Thomas, they helped out tremendously with Teddy Bridgewater. These that, that like the last five game stretch, they've done a phenomenal job. Um, but hey, Arizona is hot as well. Arizona has won three straight. But I think the Saints, they at they're they are at home against an interesting but young, sloppy Arizona team that can have they have letdowns. They have letdowns in some quarters. They don't come to play. So I have New Orleans winning this game 30 21. 30 21 New Orleans. Another game Jets at Jacksonville. The Jets got a million. They got, a, they, got a, they got embarrassed at home on Monday Night Football. Adam Gase is coaching for his life. He's coaching for his job. They need this. He, he needs this win. He he needs this victory. The Jets are not. They're, they're, it's not that they're not talented. They just haven't been able to get healthy. They haven't had the everybody on the same accord on one page. But I think this is the perfect week to do so. Gardner Minshew, great story. Everybody loves him. Twitter loves him. Instagram love him. Um, last two weeks he's gotten exposed. Haven't haven't played well at all. Forty-seven completion percentage, one touchdown, one interception, two weeks. Absolutely horrible. I don't think it's gonna get the job done. I think the Jets win this game. 27-20. 27-20 Jets. Chargers at Chicago. Oh man, the Chargers, they have let me down. I picked them to beat Tennessee last week. They didn't do so. I I, I don't know. But because they have Chicago, Chicago's defense is good. Of course, we all know that. But Chicago's offense, Chicago's offense scares me. 
Chicago offense scared me. If if Chicago throw the ball 54 times, they're not going to win. They're not going to win. The three and a half favorites. I'm going to take Chicago. They're, they're, they're three and four, three and five now. I'm going to take Chicago. They can't afford to lose this game. I, I'm going to have Chicago win in this game. They're at Soldier Field. I suspect that their defense is going to come out and play well and hard and physical, which will hopefully give the offense some energy and some momentum, and I think it'll carry on. I have Chicago winning this game 24-20. 24-20, Chicago wins. Philly at Buffalo. This is a must-win for Philly. I like Philly's structure too much. The way how they're built, coaching, and, and I mean, I, 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 I just, I just like their structure too much. Where I think their season's over at eight, week eight. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna be. I don't think their season's gonna end to a guy that has seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. I love Buffalo defense. I like the way how they play. They, they're, they're really good. But I'm gonna have Philly winning this game. He is not. Carson Wentz hasn't lost three straight games since his rookie year. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Philly to win this game. This is a bounce back win for Philly that they desperately need. So Dallas just doesn't want to run away with the vision. But I, I think Philly wins this game. I think Philly wins this game. I'm going to take Philly in a tough, hard-earned victory against the 5-1 Bills. Yes, I'm going to take Philly. Philly to win this game 27 27-20 Philly Giants at Detroit no curry on Johnson for Detroit Detroit's defense has gotten bad Detroit has traded a notable safety back there locker room has gone has got some friction Matthew Stafford led offense I just don't like the way Detroit is trending and how and and where they've been trending these last few weeks. They're 0-3 in the last three games. They had a great start. But like I said, it's the same old Detroit. I'm gonna I'm just gonna take the Giants on this. The Giants got everybody healthy. Um Detroit can't they don't they don't get they don't have they don't pressure the quarterback enough for me. So I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the Giants winning this game, a close one, a good one. But the Giants, the Giants win, 24-23. Giants, they win by one point. Next four o'clock game, Carolina at San Francisco. San Francisco is coming off an emotion, another emotional win with Kyle Shanahan beating the team that that fired his father, Mike Shanahan. Well, well, good job to him these last six weeks. I think Carolina could very well win this game. I'm going to say that. Both quarterbacks, I think, are going to struggle. Carolina does not blitz at all. Carolina leads the league unless blitz called. But they also lead the league in sacks so that means they're getting to the quarterback with four and three man rushes great defense love elements to the defense Kyle Allen he's going against a great defense as well he hasn't thrown an interception he hasn't turned the ball over yet 
I think this is the week where he turns the ball over. I like San Francisco to win this game in a close one. Christian McCaffrey is playing really good, but it's going to be tough to run the football on this San Francisco front seven. I'm going to take San Francisco at home on a close one. 28-24. Cleveland at New England. Cleveland travels to New England. I think this gonna. I, I think the wind's gonna win this game. Let's just get that off the top. I think the wind's gonna win this game. Ten and a half points. Think that's a little too high because I think Cleveland has a lot to prove. Being two and five, they have a lot to prove. I don't think. I don't think Cleveland's just gonna lay down like that. I think Cleveland's gonna put up a fight. I think the keys to Cleveland winning this game is running the football with Nick Chubb. So that can open up the passing game. And also keeping Brady off the field. Two birds, one stone. You run the football to open up the passing game. And you run the football to keep Brady off the field. But Cleveland cannot turn over the ball. Baker Mayfield cannot turn over the ball. We all know how ferocious New England defense is. And how they play the ball. It's really special. Their defense is really special. I'm still going to have New England winning this game. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick against first against first year and second year starters. 20 consecutive wins against those guys. 20 consecutive wins against first year or second year quarterbacks. I think this is going to be the 21st win. I have, I, I have New England winning this game. Close one, but I have the win in this game. 24-31. 24-31 New England. Houston, Oakland. Oakland at Houston. I like Oakland. Uh, their losses have been blowouts. I don't know if Josh Jacobs is playing because I love him, but I don't know if he's playing. I'm going to take Houston to win this game. Houston's coming off a division loss. That's really crucial. They cannot afford to lose games like this. I have Houston winning this game. They're six and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the points. Houston wins 30 to 24. Sunday night football. Green Bay and Kansas City. No Patrick Mahomes. I think Green Bay wins this game. Green Bay five and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the points. Green Bay wins this game. Aaron Rodgers is hot. He looks like an MVP candidate. He's like, he's like an MVP candidate. Their defense is stellar. We all know Green Bay defense is stellar and much improved from the last, from previous years. Kansas City defense can't stop nobody. Uh, Matt Moore, he's Matt Moore. He's a backup for a reason. I'm going to take Green Bay to win this game 28-14. 28-14, Green Bay wins. Miami at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is no good. Miami is even worse. I like Pittsburgh to win this game. They're 14-point favorites. I'm going to take the points. I think I think, I think. think Pittsburgh should get, be able to get it done. Pittsburgh wins 31-17. 31-17. That will conclude my picks. I've been doing a great job with picking these games. Hopefully, they come through. Hopefully, my, some, most of my picks come through. Tomorrow, um, I can't wait to watch this. Get, watch these games. Week eight is going to tell us a lot. It's going to show us a lot. 
Thank you for listening for my picks. See you in the next segment. Okay, I'm back. So, I want to talk about the Thursday night game. I want to talk about the Thursday night game. I wanted and I wanted to do something after it, but I just couldn't get to, get to do it, but let's talk about the Thursday night game. Redskins at Minnesota. And I like Minnesota's roster, but Everybody, everybody's been saying that for the last three to four years. Everybody's been saying, "Oh, I like Minnesota's roster, this and that, and the roster is good." And for now, you know they've had this is Kirk Cousins' second season with Minnesota, and he's playing well. Last few weeks, he's been playing well. His numbers look outstanding. Um, really haven't played nobody, you know. Really hasn't played nobody, but. He's been playing well, and his numbers look good, and, <laughs> and you just got to watch the games. This is what I mean, and this is what separates the elite quarterbacks from the good quarterbacks and the average quarterbacks. If you watch the games, Mike Zimmer is so conservative it doesn't even make no sense it doesn't even make no sense Mike Zimmer is more conservative than some Republicans I mean <laughs> I mean the game plan surrounding the offense is so conservative he is more conservative than some Republicans I mean and it's crazy it means I mean you have though you got the low line is good um Cook behind you. Then you have Thielen and Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, and, and, and Kirk Cousins still struggle to win primetime games. Still, like he still he still struggles to win these games. I mean, and yeah, he won nine. He won nineteen and nine against the Redskins. The Redskins. You talking about a team that's one and seven, that's rebuilding, fired their coach about two weeks ago. Had to had to go to a backup, who's just been a dysfunctional organization for years now, and he struggled. Kirk Cousins struggled. He struggled. It, it, it took forever to put them away. Minnesota, I mean, I, I, I like their roster. There's nothing wrong with their roster. I love their roster. Defensively, they're fine. Secondary, they're fine. With their offense, O-line is good. Cook is good. Receivers, receiving core, and the guys, the pass-catching threats, 
are are amazing, but Kirk Cousins is the common denominator. Um, and this it's just games like this where you gotta put them away. You have to put them away, and that's just been the story of Kirk Cousins' career. A guy that's good, you know, the one o'clock games, Kirk Cousins is fine. The one o'clock games, he's fine. Going against below average teams or average teams, he looks pretty good. Kirk Cousins looks pretty good. But when he play against playoff contenders and playoff bound teams and Super Bowl contenders on standalone games, Prime time games that come on Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night. He struggles big time. He struggles big time. And it's 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 just too bad. It's just too bad that Minnesota I mean they didn't pay them the money, so they kinda stuck with him these next few years. And he's and he's holding them back. Because their window is closing, and the NFC is just the NFC is just so deep. The NFC is just so deep, but Chicago's having the same problem. Great defense, great roster. Matt Nagy's a good coach. Quarterback is limited. Chabitsky is limited, and Kirk Cousins. I don't know what it is. He doesn't have the strongest arm. He's pretty accurate for the most part. For the most part. But he I mean it's just it's it's something missing. It's something missing with Kirk Cousins. It's something it's just something missing that's not there. It's just not there. It's something that's that's just not clicking all the way. It's just something that's just not clicking all the way. I don't know what it is. It's just something not clicking. Something's not clicking. Something's not clicking there. Cause this, 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 just this team is underachieving, and it's been underachieving for years now. Because I've had, I mean, I, I, I hear it and see it and read it all the time that Minnesota's talented and Minnesota is this and Minnesota has the best roster and that and this, but haven't gotten to the Super Bowl, haven't won a Super Bowl. Barely won any playoff games. Didn't get to the playoffs last year. They missed the playoffs last year. Like, I don't buy Minnesota. I'm sorry. I don't buy them. I like San Francisco. I like Green Bay. I like New Orleans. Hell, I like Dallas when Dallas is clicking when in healthy. When Dallas, when Dak and Dallas are healthy... Their O-line is protecting him. Excuse me. Their O-line is protecting him. And the defense is getting to the quarterback and rushing the quarterback and playing with energy. Hell, I like Dallas. I I like Seattle. I just don't trust this Minnesota team. And it's due to Kirk Cousins. And Mike Zimmer has to be so conservative. <laughs> he just—he has to be so conservative. He just—I mean, can't—he can't open the playbook up. And this is what I was saying: when you when when Kirk Cousins throws the ball, when you start letting him throw the ball thirty and thirty-five and forty times or more, 
trouble is bound to happen. Trouble is just bound to happen. It is bound to happen when you let him throw the ball 35 and 40, 45 times. It's bound to happen. Even with the spectacular weapons on the outside that he possesses, it, it, it trouble is... Beware of trouble. Beware of trouble when Kirk Cousins throws the ball numerous times. This is why I think it's important for Minnesota to set up the run. Because I don't trust it in Kirk Cousins' hands. Do not, I do not trust it in Kirk Cousins' hands. And, you know... One, you know, one if you know Minnesota, if Minnesota can close out the season well, these last eight weeks, if they can close the season out well, they'd be in the playoffs. But I don't know how far they go in the playoffs, and it's due to Kirk Cousins. It's not because of coaching. It's not because of the defense. It's not because they don't have weapons on the outside or explosive guys. It's not gonna be because of that. It's gonna be because of Kirk Cousins. It's gonna be because of Kirk Cousins. And I just don't trust him in big games. Jacoby Brissett, um, Teddy Bridgewater, just this, just this year alone, they have won more big games than Kirk Cousins. Jacoby Brissett goes on the road, Kansas City at Arrowhead, goes against Patrick Mahomes, beat Patrick Mahomes. Last week, Jacoby Brissett at home against Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, hot. Houston is hot. Beats Deshaun Watson at home. Teddy Bridgewater goes up to Seattle. Seattle is hot. Seattle looks good. Russell Wilson looks like an MVP candidate. Go Seattle. Beat Seattle. Dallas is hot. Dak this, this, and that. Dow- defense is okay. Oh, it's, it's playing well. Beat Dallas at home week four. Just saying. Beat Dallas at home week four. He has two. He has two. Those guys have two big wins on their resume this year. Kirk Cousins, what's the big win? What's the standout win for him? Oh, when he tied with Aaron Rodgers last year? When he tied when he when he tied with Aaron Rodgers last year because of a skeptical call and Aaron Rodgers wasn't healthy. He, he tied with Aaron Rodgers. That's the that is the standout victory. That is the victory where hey, <laughs> that's what Kirk Cousins got it done. That that's that's the victory, huh? Right, right. I'm just missing that. I'm just he's just missing that one victory. He's missing that one victory, and hopefully he can prove me. He can prove people like me who's a critic. He can prove me wrong, win some big games, hope, you know, probably even win a division, put, put Minnesota in the right position to win the division. But I just don't trust it, and I don't trust him. Um, I'm going to bring you some NBA, some NBA talk, what I've been seeing from the NBA.
Okay, so I'm going to give you some NBA talk. A little bit of NBA talk. Um, watch the Lakers and Clippers game opening night. I love what I saw. Great basketball. Uh, let's start right there. So, I already, Lakers lost 102-112. I already saw the Lakers issue. And I want to get this out the way. Let's just start here. Laker fans, Clipper fans. The Lakers, uh, they basically, this offseason, just basically reassembled their entire team. Only people that's the only players that were play, that were on the roster from last year's team is JaVale McGee, Rondo, LeBron, and Kuzma. Everybody else is practically new, and it's still some chemistry that's chemistry situations and issues and rotation and lineups. Oh, and KCP, but he, he's such a he's such a he's such a Non-factor that I forgot about him. KCP is a returning member of the Lakers as well. But. I look at. What I I saw. What I, what I looked at from the, the Lakers. And what I saw from the Clippers. Was first. The Lakers are missing. And I don't know. Cause, I don't know. Maybe because Kuzma's out. And Rondo's out, and that you know that you know those are some ball handlers, and that that you know that could be another twenty to twenty five points that were that the Lakers are missing. But I feel I still feel the same way, even with these guys being healthy, or when they get healthy. I think the Lakers are missing a playmaker off the bench that can provide instant score, instant scoring ability. And when, you know, if when, a guy that can facilitate the ball and get guys open shots other than LeBron and AD. Because LeBron can get guys open shots. AD, with his dominance inside, can get guys open shots. But nobody else on that roster really could really create and get their own shot. Danny Green can't create his own shot. Uh KCP can't create his own shot. I like Quinn Cook, more of a spot up shooter. Reminds me more of Mario Chalmers in those Miami days. Remind me more of that. But this Laker team, I like it. I think they're nice. I I think they're gonna be a, a really good team and it wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if they can get to the conference finals. But I think the Clippers, I have to be honest, I think the Clippers are better are better assembled. And some of it is due to the fact that the team, half of the, I mean, most of the team was on the roster where they won 48 games last year. And not only that, they, 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 they took Golden State to six, a tough six-game series. That Golden State didn't expect to go to go through, so I had I, I I like the Clippers better, and I had the Clippers coming into the season a little bit higher than the Lakers, or fi- or finishing with a better record record than the Lakers. So I'm on point, and you know I'm not saying I think the Clippers are the next. I'm not gonna say dynasty, but I think they are the next. They are definitely. They have I think. As far as we can tell, 
They have a Finals MVP, the best player in the league, Kawhi Leonard. Sorry, LeBron. Uh, the most impactful player in the league. He's definitely the most impactful player in the league. With his play on the offensive end and the defensive end, he's definitely, hands down, the most impactful player in basketball right now. They probably have the second best duo in basketball. And then after that, 3 through 10, 3 through 11, that's nobody 3 through 11 in the league is better than theirs. So with that, the Clippers have the best overall roster in basketball, and they're led by a Hall of Fame coach in Doc Rivers. I like that. I like that aspect to the Clippers. Um, the Clippers, they're re- they're going to be really good defensively, especially when they get Paul George back. They are going to be tough to score on, especially when they go small. When they go small with Montrezl Harrell at the five, it it, it it's going to be it's going to be dangerous. 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 The Lakers, I told you what they're missing. They're missing a guy that can create their own shot off the bench. A guy like a Jamal Crawford. They're missing that type of guy. That means go out and sign Jamal Crawford. That's what that means. Jamal Crawford's out there on the, he's, he's out there on the market. Go get him. Because that's what the Clippers have. They have 60, they had 60 plus bench points. They had 60 something bench points that on Tuesday. That, that, you gotta fix that. To the Lakers, 20 something. Lou Wills giving you 20. Montrose Harold giving you 15. Like, the Lakers need some of that coming off the bench. To 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 be able to like really compete with the Clippers, they need that element to their team. They need to add that element to their team. Um, Houston saw them play. It's not gonna work. Um, <laughs> told you guys, it's not gonna work. I don't trust Houston. I don't trust Houston. It's not gonna work. Never did. Never was. Never would. Never will. Don't trust Houston. At all. Um, not really deep. Their bench is not really deep. Um, they had Gerald Green coming off of it. Gerald Green's hurt and he might be out for the season. Don't trust Houston. I really don't trust Houston. So, that is my take on the Rockets. Just a little bit of NBA talk. And I want to fill this pod up, this episode up with NBA talk. If I was going to do that, I would set aside an episode for NBA talk. But... Not gonna really feel this pod, this episode with NBA talk when it's NFL. Um, so just wanted to tell you about the Clippers and Lakers. I saw it. Um, both teams, the Clippers went up to Golden the Golden State Chase Center. They went up to San Francisco, um, and they spoiled their home opener in their new arena. They spoiled that. The Clippers. Did what the Warriors used to do. Embarrass people. So. And then the Lakers will bounce back. Against Utah. Play well against Utah. Still a little sloppy. Some chemistry issues of course. Only two games in. But bounce back. Way to bounce back. They played well. So that will do it. Thank you guys for listening. Watch watch the games on Sunday. 
check your predictions. You know, you can do some predictions, send your predictions to me. We'll see how you did. We'll see how you did. Uh, you can compare in the minds. I'm doing a good job, so good luck going against me. But once again, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the IKP, Isaiah K Podcast. If you don't know that abbreviation, that. So thank you guys for listening once again, and I'm out. Enjoy.